Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Kevin Moffat, who is the president of Office Depot. How are you today, Kevin? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us. We'd like to start these on a more personal level uh, to get to know the person we're speaking with, uh, kind of about them, their history, their work life, uh, and also maybe a fun fact. So we'd love to know a little bit about, uh, you know, what you do at Office Depot and, and what you did before that. Sure. So, uh, you know, my background is, is fairly interesting, um, at least I think so. Uh, you know, as a history major in, in uh, as an undergrad, and I actually have a master's degree in history focused on documentary filmmaking. Um, and then I got my MBA from Richmond. So I'm probably one of the few people you've ever met to have that particular combination. Um, but, you know, I think it, it really speaks a lot to um, the kind of people that I like working with who, you know, can bring their left brain and right brains uh, combination to to uh, solving business problems, right? There's a creative side and there's an analytical side to every problem. And, um, you know, we really try to take that approach as well. Uh, my background is I grew up um, in the time where the internet, as we know it, was just being developed. Um, and so one of my uh, first jobs was as a, as a web designer and web programmer uh, in the late 90s. Um, and, uh, you know, at that time, it was really just uh, a side gig as I was working on some uh, production opportunities in television. And uh, it ended up becoming now a you know, quite significant career, I would say, um, over the last couple of decades. Um, you know, definitely some, some interesting changes that, that I've, I've been able to see firsthand. You know, started in financial services, worked in nonprofit for a while. I've worked as a consultant and uh, for, for a long time, switching over to retail across multiple industries, including consumer electronics and fashion, um, and now in the office supplies uh, industry. But, you know, office supplies in our business in particular is not really limited to office supplies. We sell technology. We're one of the largest assortments of office furniture for both home and work, uh, the workspace. Um, and we have a really strong services business too that not everyone knows about. You know, our copy and print centers, business services, shredding, technology services. You know, it's, it's, these are areas that aren't necessarily synonymous uh, with our brand, but really speak to the full end-to-end -end solutions that we can provide for our customers. Okay. Uh, so I think that's the quick elevator pitch of my, uh, of my life story. You know, on the fascinating facts side, you know, life is always fascinating when you have uh, four kids and multiple dogs uh, in, in your household. Um, you know, my, my oldest is now in college. My second, my daughter just graduated from high school this week and is off to college actually in England. Uh, next year. So that's pretty exciting to have her in a different continent. Um, and uh, which, of course, is, is sending my wife and I into whole kinds of new areas of, of stress and, and uh, you know, just thinking through all the possibilities, making sure she's set up for success. Um, but uh, no, it's, it's certainly been a, a really interesting um, experience as we've been able to see the omni-channel world develop right in front of our eyes, right? And, and some of the key concepts around in-store pickup and, you know, uh, same day delivery and ship from store. 
you know, some of those things were areas that I was able to participate right as the concepts were being developed. Um, and so it's great to see them mature, but also see new areas open up for us and new ways that we can connect with our customers. Okay. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with Office Depot, which I'm not sure who that would be, uh, can you give us a little history of Office Depot, how it was founded, how it's kind of grown to what it is, and kind of how it's merged, uh, you know, with another company to kind of form the, the, the you know, the, the, the large entity that it is? Yeah, so, you know, Office Depot is now three decades old, and it started from a really simple concept, which is to create a superstore that was all designed to provide end-to-end -end solutions for businesses. Um, and that business really has taken two major directions, which more, one, one side of the business focused more on larger organizations where you know, our, our, our B2B side of the business and the other side of the business based more on our stores and supporting smaller businesses as well as consumers. Now that side of the business has evolved dramatically over the last few years as we've seen hybrid remote working, you know, really growing and we think, you know, continuing into the future. Um, and so our stores have really been a great resource for people who, like you, uh, you know, are, are working from different areas, maybe working from airports, maybe working from cars, um, you know, all many different alternative ways to work. And, you know, the convenience that we can provide through our nearly 1000 stores, as well as our digital ecosystem, um, you know, it really is, it's, it's almost unmatched, right? And especially when we talk about our in-store pickup program, it truly is unmatched. Uh, no other retailer in the country uh, offers uh, the 20 minute guarantee that we have on our in-store pickup program. So several years ago, we merged with Office Max. Um, again, long heritage of serving small businesses and larger organizations. And so the combined footprint of Office Depot and Office Max, you know, really gives us a great foundation to be able to serve customers wherever they are and, and however they are working. Okay. You mentioned the challenge of left and right brain. Uh, that's something we see a lot in customer loyalty, especially on the CMO side, where traditionally the marketing side has been more creative, uh, but now there's a convergence of data analytics, predictive modeling, behavioral insight that creates has created a little bit of a conundrum, I think, for marketers. You know, when you look at that kind of confluence that you have of you know, left and right brain, uh, it, it's very unique, very powerful. How do you think that helps you in challenging, you know, addressing some of the challenges you're seeing and, and how do you hire for that person? Because I, I think you make some salient points. It's very important to have that type of individual within the organization. That's right. And, you know, look, again, when, when early in my career, you know, people would say you, you your degree is in what? <laughs> what? What were you focused on and how does that apply? But I think over as, as things have developed, it's becoming actually more and more relevant, not less relevant. You know, as as short form video basically becomes the ubiquitous way that people are absorbing information, content clearly is king. Um, people have said that for a long time, but people are now engaging with brands very differently today than they were five years ago. And so that focus on creating content and storytelling um, as a key component of engaging with your customers over the long term, I think it's actually, yeah, we, we need to prioritize that. 
much more so than we have in the past. Because if you want to stay relevant with where consumers are today, you have to be able to connect with them in different ways. And I do think video is one of the key ways that we can bring that to life. Um, you know, whether the story is in video form or an article or even just a short, you know, connection point of display ad through social media, there still has to be that resonance. There needs to be rele relevancy. And I think more and more it becomes important of the veracity of the message as well, that this isn't just something that comes from, you know, big corporation, but something that has some connection to the individual um, recipient's life. You know, and, and for us, we're really fortunate because we have three clearly defined customer targets, uh, small business, obviously bread and butter, you know, we're Office Depot, so that makes a ton of sense. Our education business, which is very important to us, um, you know, there's a huge swath of, of uh, adults in America today who grew up shopping at Office Depot with their parents for back to school, you know, picking their backpacks, choosing their, their school supplies. And that emotional connection that we have has real power, you know, for as we think about managing um, uh, customers' experience across their life cycle. So they may have started, you know, as a K through 12 student coming into our store for the first time with their parents and getting to pick out some, you know, a colorful backpack and colorful school supplies. Then they go through school, they graduate from college. Maybe now they're starting their career or even starting their own business for the first time. That emotional connection becomes really important to us to ma managing loyalty um, over the long term. And then finally, okay. our, our third segment, which is home office. And again, home office has really grown so significantly. And we are one of the few places where you can go and build your full workspace, you know, end to end. And that includes technology, includes furniture, but it also includes all the supplies, organization, and productivity materials that you need to stay efficient in this new world. Uh, more and more, we're seeing people are spending a couple days at home, a couple days in the office. And, you know, that that can be pretty jarring if your environments are totally different. And more, more and more, we're also seeing that people need help with technical support, and you know, just creating the, the pieces that they need to stay up and running no matter what environment they're working from. Okay. You mentioned that uh, the customers are changing, they're different than five years ago, how they're absorbing content uh, is, is different. You know, how do you see your customers changing? How are they wanting to hear from you? And how are you working to address you know, the, those, those changing needs? Yeah, I think that you 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 know you really raised the 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 key point is that as customers change, we need to change as well. And you know some of the challenges with managing marketing programs at scale that have such long history is it they're fairly well optimized. You know we've looked at every KPI conversion, you know ROI, ROAS, you know you name it. We're we're optimizing against all of those things. And so whenever you're introducing something new, there's always a risk to the core program, right? So you really need to take a test and learn approach where you are allocating a portion of your efforts, not just once a quarter, but really on a regular basis, daily basis, where you're constantly testing, but only with a portion of your overall budget, you know, your overall efforts, you know, you allocate a certain amount to doing new things. 
And so that's the approach that we're taking right now is we've really defined, you know, the three basic structures of the marketing funnel, top of funnel being more engagement, connecting with new customers, acquiring people who maybe never walked into one of our stores before, or even those customers who are familiar with the brand, but as I said earlier, may not may not know us for some of the more adjacency items around furniture or business services, getting them to connect with us. And then the middle of the funnel, which is more of our, you know, connections around different time periods during the year. I mentioned back to school as one where, you know, we really can connect with people who are gearing up for the school year. But back to business is another key time period for us, which is the beginning of the year as businesses ramp up and start to make sure that their supplies are all replenished and they're ready to go as well. And then bottom of the funnel, more transactional marketing, right? So this is where you have someone who is searching for a specific product and we want to make sure that we're present um, when they do a Google search uh, for that product is that we're there for them when they're, you know, they're ready to make that purchase now. But allocating our resources across all three of those areas of the funnel is something that's very, very challenging for, for most people because there's always this tendency to want to put all of your dollars at the bottom, right? Because it's the closest to the purchase and most of the KPIs are going to look really great when you're in that mode of the customer is about to buy this thing in this moment. The problem is, is that you're, if you optimize fully for that, then you're missing out on all the opportunities to grow your business, right? And to tell your story to a new set of customers that you really need for your file to stay healthy over the long term. Okay, excellent. You, uh, in the Office Depot brand, very strong brand, uh, you're navigating the transition quite well. Uh, you know, where do you see the industry going for office supply products, for the technology products, for the customer? You know, where do you see the the, the industry going holistically and, and how will Office Depot play in that uh, industry? Yeah. So, I, you know, we are we have a really strong uh, market share within our core customer segments. We're a brand that, like you said, almost everyone in America has heard of at some point. Right. Um, and many of them have shopped at. So those are great foundational strengths for us. But we also know that the way people are working is changing, right? Technology obviously playing a more important role um, every day. And so con continuing to stay very relevant, continuing to innovate our assortment um, and, uh, you know, make sure that we have those technical solutions, but also ergonomics. I mean, we think about workspaces and they are changing, right? People are, are thinking more about their own health and how spending eight or 10 hours uh, in a particular you know, environment and maybe sitting down those eight or 10 hours or maybe sitting and standing some portion of it, you know, and just really thinking about how they are interacting with their space, I think becomes more and more uh, important. So we're really thinking through the, the health uh, factors related to your workspace, whether that's the materials that you use or your actual furniture, and even your technology, right? Staring at a screen for 10 hours a day is probably something that we need to be thinking more about, right? And, and how we can um, ensure that, uh, that, that we remain healthy in doing it. We also see there is actually some interesting trends around actual physicality of materials. So um, there's an uptick in people who want to take handwritten notes. I know it sounds, you know, like there's the train has already left the station, but it's really interesting where we've seen with Gen Z and even some millennials that, you know, the physical action of taking notes and journaling and, you know, writing down your thoughts, it actually 
it creates a different process with your brain where retention rates go up and actually has some emotional benefits as well in some of the things that we've seen. So it's really interesting in the, to see the space change and evolve where you might think, oh, everything is going digital. But actually, you know, people enjoy having an interesting place to work. And that means not just a, you know, a blank desk with a computer sitting in front of them, but yeah. having an environment that they can interact with, um, you know, that's colorful, that's reflective of their own style, particularly when it's in their home office. And so I'm looking at your background and clearly there are reflections of your style and your personality behind you. You are surrounding yourself with objects that are, you know, you're going to make you comfortable and happy through your day. We want to be a part of that. We want to make sure that you have those products that are going to make sure that you're productive, but also engaged, you know, and ultimately healthy in your workspace as well. Okay, excellent. It, it, customer loyalty, obviously, uh, very important to the brands today. Uh, I think there's a, a big switch from acquisition, which is obviously still important, but, you know, a focus on keeping the customer through great experiences, uh, great processes. And, uh, you know, when you look at customer loyalty, what does customer loyalty mean to you and to Office Depot and your customers? Yeah, I mean, uh, customer loyalty is is the bread and butter of the business, right? I mean, we are in Ultimately, if you if you boil it down, our core business is a replenishment business, right? There are office supplies that you need to stay up and running. I mean, paper, ink, and toner are are kind of those core items that that you just need on a regular basis. We also have the the products that you know are more higher end, bigger ticket, that are consideration purchases that you probably only make once or twice uh, you know, in, in a year. And in some cases, products that you will only buy once every three or four years, right? You know, really high-end laptop or, or a desk might be examples of those. So for us, having that connection, that always on connection to the customer where you know, we uh, in some cases are a weekly purchase for our customers, but in other cases, we're only maybe a once a year purchase. And so trying to shift more of those customers who are infrequent purchasers to becoming more regular purchasers. Most of the customers that we have, we know that they're buying products that we sell on a fairly regular basis. The question is, are they buying all of those products from us? And so there's a major push for us to build out our loyalty uh, connections to as many of our customers as possible, right? I, I like to say that we have customers who's anyone who buys from us as a customer and we have clients and clients are those subset of customers who have more of a regular relationship with us, who have more an emotional connection with us, really think about our associates as you know, people that they can partner with, who they get some value out of the experience. And that is something that is relatively unique with Office Depot. When people walk into our stores, they actually talk to our associates. And uh, you know, that's not true for a lot of retailers at this point, right? We've, we've kind of walked away from the core customer service aspects of an in-store experience um, but we don't feel that way at Office Depot. That's a big part of, of the value proposition that we provide our customers. If you walk in, you will be met with helpful, friendly, and knowledgeable associates. And, um, you know, it's obviously impossible for a dot-com only uh, to replicate that experience. But even most of our, of our uh, brick and mortar competitors really don't even make an effort to uh, provide that human to human interaction. Most of the time, if you even, I mean, if you go into a general merchandiser at this point, 
chances are you'll go through self-serve checkout. You may not speak to a single associate during your entire interaction within that building. Uh, and again, that's relatively rare to uh, yep. of an occurrence in, in an Office Depot store. So to me, what loyalty looks like is an omni-channel relationship over the long term where more and more of a customer's purchases, the key things that they need to be successful, more and more of, a, of those purchases are happening within our omni-channel ecosystem. Okay. And when you look at your role, uh, obviously a uh, very significant role as, as president of Office Depot, you know, what's the biggest challenge you face in your role? What kind of keeps you up at night? Yeah. And then, you know, for me, it, it's the idea of how do we stay relevant five years in the future, 10 years in the future? You know, how are we thinking about work life over the long term? You know, because our assortment of products and services and even the experience itself, the way that we are able to distribute products to you, um, you know, thinking about artificial intelligence and, you know, what does the future look like when when truly an Alexa, you know, or Google or Siri type of, a, uh, of an interaction becomes ubiquitous? You know, what does that look like in the future? How can we leverage those tools to ensure that our associates continue to provide value? to our customers as they interact with them. So, you know, a lot of what I spend my time thinking about, well, first of all, you know, creating a, an amazing team is job one, right? That That's my most important job. Um, but really being an advocate for the future health of our business um, so that we can stay relevant, we maintain a very healthy customer file um, and that we can connect with customers of all age groups you know, a diverse customer set who really looks to Office Depot and Office Max as a place that, you know, really has their back, that they feel this is this is an organization that understands me and that, you know, can really help me achieve my goals. That's what that's what I spend a lot of time thinking about. OK, um, one of the last questions we have is when you look at uh, other programs, custom loyalty programs, or brands that have a, a customer focus, uh, are there brands that you admire that think do it well? Um, yeah, of course, you know, there, there are a lot of outstanding, uh, loyalty programs out there. Um, you know, obviously you think about the, the target, what target has done with loyalty over the last few years. Um, and, you know, really thinking about how they've invested in innovating their omni-channel experience, their omni-channel capabilities. Um, you know, they really have, they're probably the example of, of uh, a shift in business mindset um, and being able to effectively execute at, uh, on that mindset shift across a large scale. Um, you know, the, the red card and, you know, the way that they personalize promotions, the way they connect between uh, the online experience and the in-store experience, and also what they do with private brands and how private brands fit into their loyalty program. Um, you know, that that's an area that's a company that uh, that that I have, you know, I, I think they're doing a really good job with it. Part of the challenge, though, with Target, again, is you don't have any personal interactions with the Target associate. You don't you don't have a relationship with a Target associate. The advantage that we have is can we create can we can we do all of those things? Yes. But then have the additive advantage of personal relationships, personal assistance. Um, I can give you countless examples of our customers who know our associates by name, 
um, and who have worked with them in year, for years in some cases and trust them to be extensions of their businesses. Um, those kind of relationships are are foundational to who we are. And I do think it gives us a strong competitive advantage to remaining relevant in the future, even in the technically saturated world that we live in today. Okay, excellent. And the last question I have uh, for you is, you know, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team with your customer loyalty journey? Well, I think, you know, look, continuing to challenge us to do better every day. You know, I mean, I think we're in a rapidly evolving industry. And, you know, particularly given, given where we are with the macroeconomic situation that we're in, I mean, there are major challenges here. We've seen retailers with what I would say have strong loyalty programs um, very challenged. And some of those retailers even now um, quickly becoming non-existent. Uh, so, you know, we know there are real challenges out there. And for specialty retailers, um, you know, like us who are focused on very specific customer groups and provide very specific solutions, you know, we need to continue to challenge ourselves to improve every single day. And so I would just say being an advocate for change and innovation and providing examples um, and content that will help us make good decisions, uh, that's probably the best way that you can help us out. Okay, great. Well, Kevin, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, the passion you have uh, for the brand, uh, the direction that you're you know, setting the brand on, is it was great to see. It was great to hear. A lot of times brands don't necessarily have that passion, that commitment, and it definitely shows through in, in just how you speak to uh, your role and the organization and just how you're looking at the future. So that was uh, great to hear and made this a, an amazing interview for me. Oh, that's really nice. Thank you so much. I mean, we love what we do. We love our customers and we love our team. So when you when you're able to say all those things with honesty, then you're 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 doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Well, thank you again for taking the time to talk to us today and look forward to hearing from more uh, uh, from Office Depot in the coming year. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. Looking forward to having you back soon and have a wonderful day.